The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Gary Connery is a skydiver, base jumper and professional stuntman who has performed stunt work in numerous films such as The Beach, Batman Begins, some James Bond movies and Indiana Jones. He's also acted as the stunt double for Gary Oldman, Leonardo DiCaprio and Rowan Atkinson as well as John Hurt. He was the first skydiver to land after a wingsuit jump without using a parachute and in 2012, the same year, he jumped from a helicopter above the opening ceremony of the London Olympics dressed as the Queen, making him the Queen's only ever stunt double. And he's with us here just now. How are you today? Yeah, very good. Thanks for having me on your show. So I want to ask about the Olympics, first of all. How did you actually get that job? It was essentially who's capable of doing the job um, and also LOCOG, the company that was set up to organise and produce the Olympics, they were obliged to ask three independent parties um, about costings for everything that covered the Olympics. So who's laying the turf, who's supplying the glasses for, you know, and canapes for drinks and what have you. Mm. Um, where it was concerned for me, it's not so much about the cost, it's who can do the job. Because uh, there's very few known base jumpers in the UK that also work in the world of TV and film. Yeah. So three independent parties were asked, who do you think is going to be right for this job? One of those people happened to be a friend of mine. And it was through him that ultimately I then got a call from a guy called Sp Scott Buchanan to go to the Olympic offices and basically have this idea pitched to me. So... Yeah. The fact that I already knew Danny Boyle from having worked on the film The Beach, as you mentioned, yeah. uh, and the fact that of those three people that they asked, my name had come up three times. Wow. So it was it was fantastic. You know, I, it was kind of a no brainer for them to go with me because I already had that rapport and my name was mentioned mm. three times. Yeah. And you mentioned that they pitched the idea to you. So did you know then that you were going to be the queen or did they just say you're going to jump out? 
out of a helicopter in some way? There's two sort of answers to that question, really. I knew that the idea was that the Queen was to jump in. Yeah. But I thought that they were going to be asking me to be the coordinator of the job oh. and get two other and get someone else to come in to be the Queen. Yeah. So as soon as they pitch the idea, my mind's going, right, how do I make me be the Queen? How do I make <laughs> this happen so that, you know, so that I get the glory job, as it were? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was fantastic. I, I can't describe really what it feels like. I mean, it's, it's mad, you know, to have the Olympics that close to home, yeah. then to be asked to be in the opening ceremony, then to be asked to be the arrival of the Queen at the <laughs> opening ceremony. You know, it's totally bonkers. Yeah. It's indescribable. And that's really the one moment that people remember from the overall ceremony, isn't it? It is. It's, and it's interesting. When, when I do speak to people about it and, they say, and I say to them, what do you remember about the opening ceremony of the London Olympics? They usually say, say the James Bond bit. Yeah. They don't say the Queen bit. <laughs> hmm. So it's really interesting people's perception on the James Bond, the Queen, you know, yeah. she was she was kind of a Bond girl in that moment. <laughs> did you have to rehearse for it? Presumably you did, but how did you? Because if you rehearsed at the location, it maybe give the game away a bit. Yes, we had to rehearse. Mm. We did rehearse at the location. I think we did yeah. five jumps into the area late at night. Yeah. But the thing was, anybody that saw that still didn't know who we were supposed to be mm. because no None of the pre-recorded stuff was available for people to see before the night anyway. So yeah. it was only, you know, how many people really knew about it within the um, within the, the pr production? I don't actually know, but mm. I'm guessing there must have been 50 odd people um, that knew. But who wants to give up that kind of a secret? Because then you go and spoil it, don't yeah. you? So, that's so, yeah, true. we did. We did some off-site jumping at some uh, skydiving centres, mm. uh, Hinton in the Hedges and a skydiving centre that's no longer there, actually, because they built a load of houses on it down in mm. Swindon and and on location uh, mm. at, the, at the stadium itself. Yeah. The timing as well had to be quite accurate, didn't it? Did you have ways of knowing when you were meant to jump to yeah. be in well, sync? Again, here I am laughing because of how that how that played out. When we were in our rehearsal period, we would always get a countdown from 10 from the guy in the door who was who's known as the jump master. So he would be linked into the helicopter pilots, the control room on the ground, and he would always count us in from 10 uh, so that you know we could focus and be prepared. On the night itself, I'm looking at Dave in the door, but I'm also looking, fortunately for, for myself, I could look down and see the big screens in the stadium from the helicopter wow. to see where the pre-record had got to. <laughs> and I'm looking at Dave thinking, Dave, you're not counting yet. You should be counting because I'm supposed to be going out the door really, really soon. Um, and he's looked at me all of a sudden. He's like, oh, three, two, one. So wow. on the night, it, there was just, miscommunication and it and it hadn't gone oh. correctly from the radio telephony perspective but because i could see the screens it still worked out it was still good yeah. because i still knew when to go 
you know. So it nearly went all wrong. Well, no, because I could see the screens. Yeah. So I would have gone anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it was one of those. It's <laughs> you know you're you're in that moment where okay he's not counting. There's clearly a problem there, but I can yeah. see the screens. I know when I'm supposed to go because I know the the recording and and how it would edit together. Because obviously in the control room they go from uh, sending out to the to the world watching the pre-recorded part yeah. to then cut live to us actually jumping. So if I'd not jumped, then it wouldn't have worked. Mm. So I'm sure that makes sense to you. Yeah. Where did you actually land in the end? Mark and I landed outside the stadium. So we, mm. we jumped. We spiralled around and gave the crowd the eye candy that was required, you know, to, yeah. to time in with the da 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 <laughs> kicking in all around the stadium, which we could hear, of course, and this mm. massive cheer went up. <laughs> so we spiralled around and then went and landed just outside the stadium. And in that way, the Queen could then be revealed walking in. Because mm. if we'd landed in the stadium, we we would have, <laughs> what does the Queen then do? She, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then people would probably spot you and go, you're not the Queen. Yeah, I think they might have known that anyway. I, <laughs> I, I think, I'm sure some I'm sure some people thought the Queen jumped in, but yeah, um, yeah there's a little little secrets out of the bag there. Yeah. Do you still have the outfit? Do you know what? They wouldn't let me keep it. Oh. And I guarantee if I did have the outfit, I would have been wearing it out on a Friday night. <laughs> Undoubtedly. I have a couple yeah. of parts. I still have. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
um, the bag that I used for rehearsals. I still have the shoes that I jumped on the night. Mm. I still have a costume, a big diamond a costume, diamond ring, you know. Wow. Um, but no, I, unfortunately, I, they didn't let me keep the dress. It's in a mm. ceremonies museum somewhere, apparently. Mm. And the Queen has had to miss a few events recently. Do you think you could fill in for her at them? Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's all it's all about the bum and legs, you know. Mm. Um, I've obviously got the uh, you know the, the stature for her and. Uh, yeah, of course, you know, and I can I can wave like the Queen and, uh, mm. you know, I mean, we look very similar, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so you were the first skydiver to land after a wingsuit jump without using a parachute in the same year. How did that idea actually come about? Let, let me just add something slight to that. Mm. Uh, I'm the first person to do that intentionally. Mm. Other people okay. have landed <laughs> without <laughs> using their parachute unintentionally, but they didn't really get up and walk away from it. Uh-huh. Um, so since the mid-90s, when a guy called Patrick de Gaillardon, French skydiver, very well known, unfortunately he's no longer with us because of a wingsuit accident, yeah. uh, he introduced modern day wingsuits and since that point when there was the realization of people flying what we call proximity flying close to terrain and over trees and such like uh, there was a, another french guy jean-loic albert who posted a video of him flying down the mountainside in i think 2006 in verbier wow. and from that point the holy grail had become landing a wingsuit now I knew how to do it because of my stunt background. I'd known how to do it from the very first time I jumped out of an aircraft on a wingsuit. It was for me, it was a no brainer. And so I spent the next nine years from 2003, I spent the next nine years or eight years trying to get a production company to back me to film. How do you go from zero to hero on wingsuit in six months Mm -hmm. from not being able to do it to landing in six months? And so I didn't pursue wingsuit flying. I pursued trying to get a production company to back me. So ultimately, I did get a production company to back me. It was um, Phil McIntyre, who at McIntyre Entertainments, who owns Strictly Come Dancing. And he put in some money. And I was two days from going to America to start my training. And I got a phone call from the producer to say, Gary, sorry, you can't go. We've, we've used up all the money. Mm. And I, what? This was, this is my money for me to go and do the thing. Yeah. We, we were looking for which cameras that we were going to use and we were flying backwards and forwards to Germany and we've sucked up all the money. Right. So in my head, I was going to do it. I was, Mm. you know, the game was on, you know, so ultimately I funded it myself with the help of Braymont watches who are a local Henley based company. Company. They they helped sponsor the event, and uh, yeah, basically I put it together myself with the with the help of Mark, who then jumped in as Bond at the Olympics. Wow. So he and I had spent eight months together, sort of living out of each other's pockets and and developing these two projects. Yeah. Um, so I know that was a long-winded answer. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Were you scared when you did it, or did you feel confident and knew what you were doing? Because of my background, because I've landed in boxes many times from high falls or bike crashes or such like um i knew boxes worked i knew that my ability to fly the wing
wingsuit accurately enough was good enough. Yeah. Um, the fear comes prior to the, to actually jumping. When mm. you jump from the skids of that helicopter, you're in the zone. So all of the fear had been dealt with prior to that. But also fear can be used in a very good way. You know, paranoia is a great state of mind in certain situations because it keeps you thinking and it keeps you focused. Yeah. And what's been your most dangerous stunt? Is that it? Or has there been one dangerous? Or... I love that question. Um, <laughs> so so things are only dangerous if they hurt you. Mm. So I, I would ask you, what is dangerous? And I don't mean yeah. give me an example of something that you think is dangerous, but describe dangerous. When there is a risk of injuring yourself or a fatal accident. Okay, so my biggest injury in life has come whilst playing non-stop cricket with a three and a five-year-old. Mm. So yeah. go figure. <laughs> so yes, my, my most dangerous stunt was playing non-stop cricket with a three and a five-year-old. Yeah, well, there you go then. And what else is coming up? Are there more exciting stunts that you're thinking of doing? I would like to uh, say yes. I I'm certainly have some stuff in the pipeline. But once again, it's down to people giving up their money for something that they think I'm going to die on their watch. Mm. You know, so if they gave me X amount of thousands to go and do it with their brand name attached to it, then, um, you know, they, they don't want blood on their hands, basically. So that's the yeah. tough bit. So if any of your listeners out there are Red Bull owners or, you know, some sort of some sort of other brand that wants to put it out there and say this this guy does it for us kind of thing, then then I'm ready and waiting. So so the stunt idea I have is. Imagine me wearing a wingsuit made of fire blanket. Hmm. There's a helicopter and a cage suspended from the helicopter. And the reason I'd be in a cage is because the helicopter pilot won't want me in his, heli- in his helicopter. Hmm. So I'm wearing a wingsuit made of fire blanket covered in glue and petrol and stuff that's going to burn. Hmm. I jump from the cage. I fly. I fly through a tunnel of fire, which is essentially it will either be on the roof of a building or a ridge line on a mountain inside or suspended from another helicopter depending on you know who the brand that associate with it end up being it will, yeah. that will determine its location fly through the tunnel of fire come out of the other side on fire so now i'm like a shooting star into a pile of cardboard boxes which again all of those are primed to explode or, or certainly burst into flames on impact yeah. and leave it burning for 15 seconds and then get me out. Wow, that sounds scary. So I've called that stunt Shooting Star. Well, where are we able to keep up to date with you? Uh, do you know what? I don't really do much in the way of social media um, because I'm this age. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I was born way before the whole social media thing. And yet mm. kids that kids are born with it today, aren't they? You yes. know, they're, they're born with a mobile phone in their pocket. So, um, yeah, good question. Don't really... I don't really do it, to be quite honest. (laughs) Well, many thanks for coming on today. It's been great to have you on the show. No worries. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show. 